Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. And this is What's New in the Movies This Week. This Week in the Movies. I love our stupid intro. <laughs> it's, one of, it's probably my favorite intro, I'm not going to lie. So, Tish, how was your week this past week? I've seen you this week, but I'll ask you anyway. <laughs> Pretend it's been a week. <laughs> well... As you all know, we had a great weekend. <laughs> we, we did. Uh, we're super nerdy, and it was International Tabletop Day this Yay. this weekend, this past Saturday when we're recording this. Um, so we like went to a bar and played board games, and mm-hmm. then went to my house and played more board games. And I won. You did. Congratulations! Very proud of myself. Ticket to ride Europe. I won the Inca Gold game. You're a good uh, saver. You know, I won them that last, uh, yeah, that last little round there. Yeah. yeah, we played Lords of Waterdeep for the first time. It's yeah. pretty good. I liked it way more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, I was like, it comes from the world of Dungeon Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know how I feel about this, <laughs> but it's not an RPG. No. Yeah, it's you're not like, much into the RPG. I just thing. can't get into it. Like, I understand it, like, playing pretend, like, let's pretend I'm a character and doing stuff and rolling to see what's happened, but I just... Not your thing. I, yeah, I just can't do it. <laughs> Sir. Anyways, that was fun. What else did we do? Oh, we saw... A movie. A movie. <laughs> I was going to say a film. It was also that. Because it was at a film festival. Yeah. Uh, Ottawa is currently hosting the 20th rendition of the Latin American Film Festival, and Tish has a new job. <laughs> Working for the CFI that puts on the festival. Yeah. So I got us tickets. Woo! Tish gets um, me tickets to everything. You basically, I I did not get tickets for Civil War tomorrow night, though. I'm really upset. I tried to. I also didn't get tickets. But I'm pretty sure... thinking, when I get home, I'll have the email. No. I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure maybe everyone in the entire world yeah. was in that contest. Even people so. who are crazy like us. I know. All of them. But anyway, I really wanted it. Anyway, on Friday night, we went to see Mexico's film, Elvira, I Will Give You My Life, But I'm Using It. Yeah, and it was amazing. It was we really wonderful. Um, and we did a little uh, recap, or recap, uh, kind re- of, yeah, kind of recap <laughs> review uh, video that's uh, up on Tish's YouTube. Yeah, just like we do for advanced screenings. Um, so yeah, if you're in Ottawa, near Ottawa, it's going on for a couple weeks, check it out, Latin American Film Festival. Yeah, they do different, like, country every night. Yeah, basically all the Latin American countries uh, have films, like, and it's like one a night, in a couple on the weekend days. I'm making so much noise. I'm trying not to make noise. Um, <laughs> we're sitting in a different place, guys. It's yeah, so it's weird. weirding us out. Um, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, go to a movie some night. Go on the website and find one that looks cool and go see it. Because yeah. supporting film is cool and supporting the CFI is cool. Because they put on cool. festivals and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, yeah. I'll put the links links in the thing for the thing for the thing. <laughs> you know the deal. What else have you been watching? Well, not a lot of movies. <laughs> well, yeah, I've seen movies, but we've talked about them. Yeah. On the podcast. I hear or you. done our video reviews. Um, 
So yeah, we've gone to a couple advanced screenings, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube. Congratulations. Thank you. I've discovered or been recommended just a ton of YouTubers that are doing more interesting stuff than just, like, vlogging and what I'm used to, like, short films and kind of artsy stuff and That's interesting. Cool. Yeah, so I've been really consuming YouTube and just... I'll make just one recommendation of the many, many people that I follow now, which if you're interested, I think if you go to my YouTube, you can see all my subscriptions and find some cool people. Um, There's a female filmmaker called Yulin Kwang, who makes short films and awesome stuff. Um, You may already know her stuff. She did this short film called I Ship It, which is about kind of... um, nerdy people and like um wizard rock like harry potter songs and stuff <laughs> it's so cute and like i heard about it a lot before i actually saw it um mary kate wiles if you know uh she acts in a lot of um web series and stuff you may have seen her little redhead um she's in it and uh there's a couple great like nerdy songs and what was i about to say anyway it's uh great is <laughs> my point. Um, yeah, she also did another short to check out called Angie and Zara, which is a cute, funny take on a zombie apocalypse. These two, like, best friends, like, Fun. acting like best friends, but also they're zombies. And definitely check out her mini web series called Tiny Feminists about uh, a few girls, like, child girls, not teenage girls, um, being, like, just awesome (laughs) feminists and, like, saying very adult things, which is hilarious, and, um, like, protesting and forming this, like, feminist group. It's just, like, three short little videos, but it's amazing and funny and just awesome to see these girls, like, talking about feminist issues. (sighs) So, yeah, um, definitely check out, uh, Yulin Kwang. I'll, um, link it. And also I wanted to mention that I mentioned before a series called The 4% Films Gender Problem. I said that I watched, like, the first part and the rest was, like, coming out somewhere and I wasn't sure. Anyway, it's on YouTube now. Uh, The channel is called Epics, E-P-I-X, and there's 12 parts and you should watch them all. It's just talking head interviews with people in the industry. Yeah, but they're good ones. And it's an important issue, and nobody... Mm. Ugh. Shit. (laughs) Sorry, I got angry. (laughs) Yeah, watch it, and then recommend it to people. Not just people who you know care about women in film, but, like... People who don't care. (laughs) Yeah, pick one of them that you think people could really relate to, and just be like, hey, guys, check this out. Because, like, even if you're not a crazy cinephile like us, everyone watches movies. So it really does affect everyone. And the people who just, like, watch movies and don't think about it are like, more affected by this diversity stuff because it's just going in their face and they're not thinking about it and and it's just seeping in there into our culture. Anyway, uh, super fun stuff. Yay. Yeah, lots of YouTube. What have you been watching? Everything movie-wise I have watched has been for the podcast (laughs) or one of our uh, screenings, except, like, I watched, uh, we went to the advanced screening for uh, The Huntsman Winter's War, and so I watched Snow White and The Huntsman for the first time the night before we went to see that. So I still kind of count that as for the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
everything else was kind of we talked about. I I rewatched uh, the movie Brooklyn that we did see an advanced screening for when it came out last year. Yeah, it was just as cute the second time around. <laughs> so, Sersha. Sersha. Yeah. Sersha. <laughs> yeah. She's so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So basically, <laughs> we suck and haven't been watching enough movies. I know. <laughs> it's been a really crazy, busy, yeah. like, month for me. I'm not going to lie. I've been, like, out of town. and Yeah, you're, like, away every weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, working, like, Monday to Friday, yeah, 9 to 5 kind of thing now. So and it seems like every night we've got, like, an advanced screening we have or an, plans or, or something. we have like, to actually record. Podcast recording. Oh, my God. Or you're editing the podcast. Editing I know. It's videos and podcasts. So we are going to... We're going to... Pull up our bootstraps and get to some movie watching, promise. Someday. <laughs> I'm starting to, as my background rewatch, I'm starting to watch Co-Optitude on King Consendry because I just rewatched Tabletop. Yeah. And uh, I'm just starting uh, Over the Garden Wall, which, um, job perks, I borrowed a DVD of it <laughs> from yeah. work. Because it was actually entered in the Animation Festival last year as... A feature film, and it won the grand prize for feature cool. film. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'll watch that. It's super <laughs> weird and cool. <sighs> All right, that's what we've been watching and not watching. We've also been watching movie trailers, though. I always keep up with those. We have. Even <laughs> I watched a couple <laughs> before I got to dishes. Not because I made her watch before when she comes over. Yeah. <sighs> Where to begin? Um... Alice Through the Looking Glass, this yeah. is another one came out. I just wanted to mention it because it was like more of a trailer than just a teaser. I agree. It was good, though. And Pink's cover of Go Ask Alice sounds so awesome. good. It's amazing. <laughs> when I first heard it, I was like, this sounds awesome. Who is this? And then I saw it was Pink, and I was like, this is awesome. I know. It's it's so cool, cool and creepy. Yeah, and the movie kind of starting to remind me of Return to Oz. Because it's, again, it's Return, and it's like, yeah. everything's... Because in Return to Oz, she comes back, and, like, the yellow brick road is destroyed. Like, everything's destroyed, and, mm-hmm. like, bad people have taken over, and this is... I mean, I guess the first Alice was kind of like that, too, because she was returning. But this one, it's But now like, she's returning, returning. Yeah. But, like, she same world, different world. <laughs> yeah, and everything's messed That's up. That's always yeah. one of, I know, mm-hmm. your favorite things about this version of Alice, is it's all kind of one universe? Like... It does, now that I've read the books, it does bother me when they mash them together crazily. Yeah, because they're Um, different universes. There's two different different worlds worlds in the books. Wonderland and Looking Glass Land. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At least, like, he consistently mashed them up both times, so I guess. He's continuing with his own world, so that's okay. I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. The first one just bugged me that they just called it Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's Return to Wonderland, really. Come on. Anyway, okay, what trailers have you been watching or excited um, about? So, I didn't even know this was coming out because I'm not keeping up, but uh, I saw the trailer for the BFG. We saw one at an advanced screening, but there's mm-hmm. a far better trailer out that I saw that's a little bit more complete. Right. And um, it makes me excited because I read the BFG in grade... Th- 
I was young. It was one of my first, like, novels that I read. And, like, it made an incredibly large impression on me as a child. So, like, I'm really excited about it, but also terrified that it's going to ruin, like, one of my most, like, precious childhoods. But as I tell myself... It won't ever destroy the book. The book is always there. So I've decided I'm excited. (laughs) That's good. I never read it or knew anything about it. Yeah, he's a big friendly giant. That's pretty much the whole thing. The trailer, the teaser, whatever I saw just kind of looked really scary. (laughs) It does look a little terrifying. I don't remember being scared reading the book, but it's different when it's it's like dark and this huge. Hand comes comes in the window and, like, scoops up this child. And I'm like, oh, God, where is this going? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they did that on purpose. Like, ooh, it's spooky and scary. But then it's like, the BFGs. So you're supposed to know, like, oh, it's going to be friendly. (laughs) Yeah, he's the only friendly one, though. The other giants, Uh, not so much. Shit. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll have to watch that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone saw Rogue One, a Star Wars story trailer. Yay. Yay. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. I've never been crazy for Star Wars, but um, I really did like The Force Awakens because it was, like, really funny, too. And, like, Rey and Finn were awesome characters. So I'm hoping this continues to be (laughs) awesome and that... I forget her name, but Felicity Jones' character is Is uh, awesome. awesome. I think she will be. And, um, Star Wars seems like it's on, like, solid, steady ground right now, so I yeah. have faith. One place Disney is maybe not doing so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if you're interested, Will Wheaton did this really funny thing for Nerdist that was called Mansplaining, um, like a kind of parody thing where he, like rant like mansplains like an <laughs> asshole um like oh girls are taking over star wars and you know what all the assholes say and then it like switches and he's like that's what i would say if i was <laughs> a complete asshole and then goes on to say how awesome these female characters are and stuff and it's yeah. just really funny because uh will wheaton is actually really great um like talking about women in film, like mm-hmm. feminist stuff. So for him to do that, it's like this is hilarious because it's so not like him. And then he switched, and I was like, "There you go." No, he's always <laughs> been like a good supporter of women in film. Absolutely, so. he's awesome. Yay, Will! And he started Tabletop Day, so yay! Yay! Will. <laughs> we love you. <sighs> Uh, I saw the trailer for The Girl on the Train, which I'm interested in. It was a a very popular book that came out, I think, a couple years ago. Anyway, like crazy hot and it's this like uh I I didn't read the book but based on the trailer and based on what I knew about the book because I heard an interview with the author who is also a woman um it's uh this woman and she's on a train and she like sees another woman disappear so Emily Blunt is the woman on the train and so it's like the big search about like what happened, but then it turns out that the woman that disappeared was like sleeping with Emily Blunt's ex-husband, and so then she gets suspected. It's a big yeah. murder mystery, crazy twists and turns. I don't know. It looks fun. I did also watch it, and it kind of reminded me of like Gone Girl. I thought a little bit too a Gone weird Girl-y. disappearing mystery, and everyone's assisted, like you don't know what's going yeah. on. It's kind of dark and very. But it seemed a little Gone Girl. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the big twist is because I didn't read the book, but now I'm like, I want to read the book so that I know if I want to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah. 
Uh, I watched a trailer for something called The Curse of Sleeping Beauty, which I thought looked very promising, because the thumbnail was like a very beautiful image of like Sleeping Beauty in this crazy costume, and I was like, ooh, this looks so pretty, you know I love fairy tales. Mm -hmm. I was very disappointed to find out that it's, I guess, the fairy tale retelling, but it's all about a man. And she's just, like, kind of there. Like, it's about, like, the kind of prince character, I guess. I don't know. I just remember, I was like, what is going on? Where's this pretty girl? Come on. Where's, like... It was really just, like, this... Um, it's a man's story. And I was like, why would you call it anything about Sleeping Beauty? I hate you. Stop reading fairy tales. I'm already <laughs> upset because I hear the man's... Kind of, like, mansplaining. Yeah. I hear him being like, whoa, you're doing... We doing Ghostbusters with women. Oh like, I can... He, you know what I mean? Like, I can hear it in my head. We're going to take it's over It's giving me, tales. like, goosebumps because I'm like, yeah, because... Okay, I can't, I can't even, I'm, like, I'm so upset right now. <sighs> I mean, fairy It's tales. unnecessary, okay, guys? Yeah. It's the thing about fairy tales, we think of them as, like, girl stories because of, like, the Disney fairy tales, Disney princess. Yeah. But really, fairy tales are not, they Their may, morality they too. seem to have, like, a female star, but they're terrible representation of girls. Yeah, so, and like, let's not... Even the male characters are not that great. Like, it's all pretty bad. Like, so it's not like when we take a classic thing starring men and give it to women <laughs> to take a fairy tale and, like, give from the man's perspective. Because they're... That's not what fairy tales are. You they're know, not ugh. women's tales, to be honest. No. They're tales, like, telling women how to act proper, yeah. if anything. And morality tales. Like, they're not... Yeah. Ugh, anyway. Which, considering they were written hundreds of years ago, are... Mostly telling women how to act. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you terrible know who could women. make Sleeping Beauty better if it was all about the white dude? <laughs> yeah, that would be white, good. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> oh, Anyway, I just want to mention I was very disappointed that <laughs> I did not have an exciting new fairy tale movie to look no. forward to. Because it looked really pretty. But like, she no. looks really pretty. She has, like, this crazy, like, headdress, something, flower. I don't know. It was very beautiful. And then I watched <laughs> it, and I was like, who is this? Shut up! Where's this pretty girl? <laughs> <laughs> it's me in every movie. Where's the pretty Where's girl? The pretty girl? <laughs> I know. <sighs> I, what else do you do? Uh, I watched a very strange trailer for a film called Captain Fantastic that is not about a superhero. It's about Viggo Mortensen and his six children that he raises out in the woods six? with his wife. It's a lot of kids. I don't know if it's six exactly, but like it's like a brood. Like They're a clan <laughs> on their own. And I guess like the wife gets sick, and so they she has to go to the hospital, and then she dies, and it kind of becomes this family story of kind of trying where do they fit in the world now they haven't really fit into the world their entire lives and the kids reaction to being in the world and also um becomes like an internal family struggle with him and his now dead wife's family because her parents want to have custody of the children because they don't think that he's raising them right I'm assuming he's Captain Fantastic, but that part's never explained. It's <laughs> like, oh, what's this movie Captain Fantastic, Juliana? No. And then I was like, that's that doesn't sound fantastic at all. <laughs> no. No. Don't um, don't know. 
Oh, uh, there's so many, but which do I want to talk about? How about No Men Beyond This Point? Did you watch this one? No. I it's didn't a mockumentary mm. about, uh, I, I assume it takes place kind of in the near future, where um, women just stopped having male babies. Oh, cool. So, like, the last man in the world is, like, 36 or something, and it's just, like, how society has changed and how, like, this weird switch to, like, men are, like, they don't like men, and they're like, get away, and they're like, kids like, mom, there's a man in the neighborhood, and she's like, get away from my children! <laughs> it's just so funny and ridiculous, and, um, even more hilarious to read an article about, like, what men are saying in the comments. <laughs> It's like, it's a, like, mockumentary. Like, it looks really oh, funny. That's and I delightful. Like, I like the point that you're making. And, yeah, it looks like it would be really cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Just to see what they do with this kind of <laughs> situation and how they take it a little bit to the extreme. And it seems like some of the women that they're, like, interviewing are kind of... Like, saying, oh, like, it wouldn't be so bad if we had men. And then some women are like, what? <laughs> it's so... <laughs> it just looks like a really funny and kind of a fun way to look at kind of the topic of gender equality and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Also, a very uh, classic way that women have dealt with gender issues. Going back to um, mock governments in the fight for suffrage, oh, where yeah. we would... They would put on protests and pretend like they were in government, except flip everything around on men. <laughs> so, super fun. Yeah. Um, what else do we definitely want to talk about? The Neon Demon just looks really cool. Yeah, it looks like it's about the world of, like, high fashion mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff, but just the, the actual visuals yeah. of it are... Fucking phenomenal and crazy. I don't really know exactly what it's about. Seems like it might be a little surreal. surreal yeah. yeah. But, but like, it looks I gorgeous. just want to see it. Me too. <laughs> I just want to, like, look at the pretty pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, last one I definitely mentioned is Bad Mom. Yeah, I saw this. It looks really funny it and awesome. Funny. I was surprised to find out it's written and directed by a man. Ugh. So I was like, this must be written by a woman. And I was like, oh. Now I don't know what now it I don't actually know what be like. to feel because it does seem like a guy comedy, like kind of from the trailer, yeah. but with women talking about being a mother and like honest and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what kind it of looks funny. It does look funny. Else. Um, I'm sure a lot of women will be like, "Yeah, mom's gonna have fun too." <laughs> yeah. Just kind of. The I point love of the Kristen movie. Bell. So hmm. <laughs> there's that for me. Okay. News. Finally. <laughs> this is I not going to be the short episode, we hope. <laughs> I, know, I know. Okay. Let's run through some important stuff. Yes. Paul Feig. Important. Yay. Yay. Um, one of, like, the most important people on the scene in terms of women in film. I mean, yeah. continuously throughout his career. Mm-hmm. He's directed some of our favorite female starring comedies, female written comedies. So, mm-hmm. yay for him. We like him. And I don't know if it said he definitely is or he said he would add an equity clause to future films, which mm-hmm. meaning um, half and half gender and also um, diversity and race, etc. Yeah. The way I read it, though, was like uh, not, was kind of for like, 
all the other characters that you see in the film, like not necessarily like the main characters. I thought it was for crew. I, it might be for crew too. I, th- I read it for on screen as oh. well. Maybe it's just crew. Maybe it's both. That would That'd be great. Be awesome. <laughs> Juliana's double checking on her phone. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of equity, uh, BBC has said that by 2020, half of their on-screen and off will be half female. So, yay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Hooray, that they've BBC. Stated their intentions like that so everyone else can see and be like, oh, damn, we got to catch up. So It's like, how is this not already a thing? I mean... We can talk about that for a long time. <laughs> but um, TV already is much better in terms of female directors and writers' percentages. You know, like, TV's ahead of the movie industry in that way. So it's not surprising that this is a TV um, company doing this yeah. as opposed to, like, a big movie studio. But hopefully TV will follow and movies will follow TV. We're, we're making steps, guys. I mean, thank you, Paul Feig. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of the Paul Feig thing, you should maybe read both articles. So I didn't actually read yours because I had heard about it. And the one I said is that it's going to be gender balancing on casting. Oh. So maybe it's both, which would be maybe. even better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he said it shouldn't be a crazy thing to see women in movies. Well, yeah. <laughs> And we've talked about this before, the, like, 30% thing of, like, crowd scenes and stuff like that, so. Yikes. Yay. Um, we're gonna pick and choose what we need to talk about, because there's a lot. Um, everything will be linked in the blog post for this. Yeah, there's all this stuff. There was a lot of interesting stuff this week, too, especially as I actually brought something. Um, (laughs) I am just gonna quickly say, we talked about Georgia Mm -hmm. last uh, this week in the movies. I had to think of the title of our own <laughs> podcast for a second. Last this week? Last, last this week. We talked about the fact that uh, Georgia was putting up a really restrictive and oppressive law and that um, Disney had pull, had said that they would pull out if it passes and The Walking Dead was kind of towing that line and they eventually did come out and say, like, if this passes, we're going to leave and Georgia backed down and the governor refused to sign it so that because of the money. So it shows that, you know, like (laughs) corporations can do good things when they want to, if they can kind of put their money behind the important things. So that's the update on that. Um, yeah. In bad news, um, Fox and Paramount have no female directors in their slate up till at least 2018. Like that's only 20 movies. Unbelievable. I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It doesn't. Like, I don't even guys. have anything to say about that. Especially like when there's BBC and Paul Feig are on the other side of that, like yeah. trying to trailblaze and stuff. And they're like, yeah, well, we'll see in 2018. <laughs> We're feeling. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not surprising in a way, but it's also like, come on, even, not even one. <laughs> like, <sighs> all right. Moving on, let's talk about some superhero news because there's always lots of that. Because <laughs> I know that's good. Half it's a whole the movie half the industry. film industry. I know. How about how Batman vs Superman is changing the DC extended universe? Which by is sucking, by sucking <laughs> and dropping off so drastically their second week. 
Yeah, I think uh, we watched a little video, and is, I think yeah. it was sixty-eight yeah. percent drop off second week. That's I mean, brutal. it still made a shitload of money, but yeah. for a big DC movie like that, it it was pretty bad. It was bad, yeah. So apparently, because of that, they are doing some su- Suicide Squad. Like, su- su- Every squad. time, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad reshoots <laughs> to add more jokes. Yeah. Uh, the rumor is that every joke was in the trailer, the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. So now they're reshooting to add more jokes into the into the film. Oh. I was like, I don't remember any like jokes in that trailer, like humorous little like you know, yeah, little like these are kind of funny, crazy characters, but not like I know joke. Well, I also don't like I don't know I did now because. Uh, Batman vs Superman didn't do what they thought it was going to do. They're like, we must be Marvel, like, and immediately yeah. going like that route. You know what I mean? And I was like, I yeah. kind of like that they were different in that yeah. way. But oh well. Anyway, something about possibly a standalone Batman movie for 2018 with Affleck directing. It made it sound like that. Now, it didn't come out and say that, but... Uh, Maybe we're just, just interpreting what it, Chobot said on Nerdist. Yeah, <laughs> she she was like, well, but it made it... I, she said uh, he, he was a director with, like, that, influence, what, uh, like, and that handle could this kind of handle movie. this thing. So then you assume... And I'm like, but what would that have to do with him starring in it? I mean... <laughs> But then I was like, so is he directing it? Because that's what it sounded like. I don't know. Clarify yourself, Jessica. Yeah. Come on. And also, emphasis on fun. The Flash will be fun, guys. Yeah. Ezra Miller is fun and young. They're young and they're going to make some jokes at you. Yeah, kids. While running fast. Flash and Cyborg. (laughs) Buddy Flick, possibly. They're going to be super fun. DC is fun. (laughs) Yeah, they seem to really be pushing that yeah. fun thing. Seems like they're feeling like old, like an old man. Like I can be hip with the kids. Yeah, can be fun. Sometimes you can't. <sighs> yeah. Um. And going off that, Warner Brothers, who also did Batman vs Superman, um, have changed some release dates. Possibly also mm-hmm. connected to BVS. Wonder Woman has been moved up. Just slightly from June 23rd to June 2nd, 2017. It's only a couple weeks. That one's not too crazy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But their their Jungle Book, not the one that just came out from Disney, their Jungle Book by uh, Andy Serkis directing and starring has been pushed back from October 2017 to October 2018. That makes sense to me just because this one has done so well and stuff Mm. that you want it not this fresh in people's minds when yours comes out, I feel like. Yeah. The dis- the time distance makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also Warner Brothers apparently adding two more unnamed projects, October 18th and November... October 18th. <laughs> October 2018 <laughs> and November 2018. They're doing so. them real fast. We'll see. They might be um, DC or not. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back to the Marvel Universe. We've got Tessa Thompson in Thor. Yay. Yay. She was in Veronica Mars. Okay. That's all. I've I just... think I recognize her from like one episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't... Everyone's been yeah. on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> but most recently she's in Creed. Yes. You saw that. Um, 
Yeah, so she's going to be in Thor Ragnarok as kind of a superhero, apparently. And she <laughs> I don't know what that means. but will appear in other Marvel films, so yeah. it seems to be implied that she might be an Asgardian. That would be my assumption, which is cool. I want to be an Asgardian. I know you do. Because <laughs> you love Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Thor. He's handsome, okay? You know that Asgardians live for thousands of years. Well, that's okay. Thousands, thousands of years to watch TV. <laughs> Every time I'm like, I want to live forever, you're like, oh no. I don't want to live forever. It'd be different though as an Asgardian, your entire race lives that long. It wouldn't seem... It wouldn't it be would a be, human It would be in proportion. It would be, it would be it a wouldn't, lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yay. Yay. Uh, Nathan Fillion is going to be in it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> He's going to be uh, Simon Williams, a character also known as Wonder, Wonder Man. Man. The worst superhero name in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's within Marvel canon. I looked up the picture. It's like a costume with a W on it. Yeah. <laughs> he has brown hair. Wonder Man, Marvel, Wonder Woman, DC. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. But uh, I love Nathan Fillion, and I love Guardians of the Galaxy, and he can also be super funny, so I'm pretty on board with this. I am on board. They also said it wouldn't be just a cameo, so. Yeah, because that's what was uh, implied or Mm -hmm. rumored before, but some pictures of him on set implied he might be this character. Yeah. We might be totally wrong. I think this is all speculation, but I don't know. The nerds know more than we do. Um, (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks, Geek and Bow to the bow to the nerds. <laughs> and we have to mention Ugh. the Doctor Strange trailer came out. Yes, like the full trailer. Yes. And we had heard about this casting long ago. It was so exciting when I first heard about it. They described it very differently because they said the Ancient One was sort of a being and genderless, and so casting a woman as this character was going to be cool, cool, and like. <laughs> using a woman when they didn't have to, which we're all supposed to applaud. Um, so yeah, it was all cool that Tilda Swinton was going to be in this movie as not an cool. ancient wise being. Yeah. However, um, I love Tilda Swinton, but this character is an old Asian man and that's what it's supposed to be. And so now I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She's the whitest woman on the face of the planet. I don't care so much about the man part, but, like, the obvious, like, (laughs) race (laughs) part. Yeah. It's, um, it's a big problem. It's a big issue. And a lot of specifically Asian whitewashing in film lately, lately, it seems. I mean, I watched some video about it throughout film history. There's been a lot of it. There's been a lot of it. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Worst case That's scenario. The iceberg, to be honest. Like, a lot of white people have won awards for playing Asian yeah, characters. For sure. Anyway, but this in particular, they're trying to rationalize it by saying that the character has many forms and this is the Celtic one as opposed to the Tibetan monk kind of version, but she's clearly a, like, Tibetan monk, like, karate studio teacher. Like, it's... Yeah, it... Yeah, you can't say, "Oh, we made this, the character the Celtic, aka white version," but we kept it in this Tibetan scene. Se- yeah, like it's it's a little ridiculous. They feel like they're trying to backpedal, 
And, like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, did we not learn anything from Emma Stone in that Hawaiian oh movie? Like, I'm and they just Japanese keep, and half Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> and they just, and I'm like, you're the whitest person. It's, no. No. And they just keep doing it. That was, that was weird because it wasn't just like, oh, this is an Asian character where we're just going to, like, make it a white character. They were like, no, we're just going to cast a white person. And keep her Asian. And just say <laughs> that she's Asian. Asian. I don't know. They think her eyes look kind of like. What was their reasoning? Like this freckled, cute little blonde woman. Could anyway. <sighs> so yeah, and then they tried to. They said that if they had made the ancient one character like an Asian actor, that it would actually look bad for Asians because it would be like bad Asian stereotype. They didn't want to like. How is it making it a white person better for Asians? I don't know what they're thinking. They just thought, oh, like, how cliche to have an Asian, like, karate master kind of thing. But, like, this is not the answer to that. <laughs> the answer to avoiding racial stereotypes is not to make all the characters white. No! <laughs> <laughs> just make good people of color characters. Make anyway. Doctor Strange an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. That said, still looking forward to Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> that said, we're still gonna see it. We're part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Let's complain. Let's acknowledge the fact anything. we're part of the problem. Okay, let's get through the rest of this fast. Oh my god. Remakes. So many remakes. As usual. One that I read about was Tom Cruise in a Mummy remake. Reboot. I don't understand. Remake? Reboot? A, I don't understand why they're doing it in the first place. I mean, because they can't have any original ideas anymore. I know, but, like, of all things, the Mummy needs to be reboot. (sighs) Anyway, it's him and some woman 20 years younger than him, of course. Um, Terrorists in Iraq because, like, we can't think of any other sort of bad guys other than terrorists. Come on now, every film that has to come out needs to be propaganda for the American war on terror. I mean, it is the biggest issue we face today. Terrorists. Yeah. Obviously. Even though you're more likely to die hitting a moose with your car in Canada. <laughs> but that's okay. Terrorism. <laughs> I'm just, can, like, I'm just can we have some other, like, bad guys these days other than just the term terrorists and, like, picking on the Middle East. I was like, by the way, white people do terrible things all the time. Yeah. Let's have only white people bad guys from now on, and everyone else people of color. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, it's just, I was like, why? And, of course, the huge age gap between Tom Cruise and his leading lady. And then, like, oh, terrorists. And then, like, oh, Jake Johnson's in it. I bet he's just the token comedy sidekick. And classic Hollywood, the male director and the male writer both have very little experience, like short films, a few things, like, they, but they get to do this huge blockbuster action movie. Women have to be twice as qualified to get anywhere. You know, women aren't allowed to fuck up. Yep. Men, just like, hey. That's okay, we'll have next time. Welcome to the boys club. Direct my movie, please. You have to be twice as qualified as a woman to get anywhere. Women have to be twice as qualified. Yeah. You have to be twice as qualified as as women. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Not than a woman. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, The Mummy, I don't really care. No, I'm not going to see it. I just wanted to point out all those stupid things. 
more Asian. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's so depressing. I was looking at what's there. Okay, we'll go really fat. We gotta go fat. Okay. More Asian white washing. You've Scarlett Johansson, Ghost in the Shell. We all saw the picture. Asian character. It's ridiculous. It's fucking anime, and they were like, yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Right. Everyone's mad because they actually released a picture, but I mean, I heard about this like a year ago, and yeah. I was like, what? And now we're st- you're still the same. Yeah. Um, so much Disney live action coming up. Yeah. Emma, speaking of Emma Stone, <laughs> she's going to be a young Cruella DeVille. Cruella's white. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm excited. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, we love villain origin <gasps> stories. Yeah. That'll be interesting. And a female writer on the film. Yep. We um, like that, too. Within the next three years, apparently. We don't know when exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're also getting... A Wrinkle in Time, directed by Ava, Ava DuVernay. Cool. I can't read. Sure. Um, Jungle Cruise. I don't know Starring what that is. Dwayne Johnson. I'm guessing maybe, is it based on another Like, ride? ride? That was my guess when I heard it. <laughs> I mean, it worked for Pirates of the Caribbean. They took a ride and I turned know. it into a really fun movie, so. But got too Dwayne many Johnson, of them. They didn't so, stop when they needed yeah. to. Uh, and then we've heard before about Tim Burton doing Dumbo, which we yeah. still... I think it's going to be the creepiest motherfucking thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> and more unnecessary sequels, Maleficent and The Jungle Book. Maleficent was wonderful. Why do you have to ruin it with a sequel? <laughs> We're like, it has this? a sequel! It's called <laughs> Sleeping Beauty! It already has a sequel! If anything, it's a sequel to... Because it covered up, including Sleeping Beauty's story, so it's really like a sequel... To Sleeping Beauty. Awake Beauty. After Sleeping Beauty wakes up, what happens? <sighs> I, I, it's and the Jungle Book, like, what is he going to do? He's going to be like, hey, I'm still in the jungle. The losing... <gasps> Puberty. In the jungle. <laughs> oh. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> and the... Like... Animals can't explain it because they're all dead because they don't live as long as humans. Right? (laughs) All the animals are dead and he's still alive and he has no friends left. Oh, man. Sequel. We should... Once again, we should be writing this shit. Mm -hmm. Um, We've also got Mary Poppins coming up with Emily Blunt and Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda as Jack the Lamplighter. I hope his accent's the same as Dick Van Dyke's. (laughs) Worst Cockney accent in film history. Amazing. <laughs> um, I uh, I love Lin Manuel Miranda. He's uh, my spirit animal at the moment because I'm obsessed with Hamilton, like the rest of the world. I am not obsessed with Hamilton. I love it. I've been avoiding it. Oh my god, it's so good because everyone's into it. Sometimes when everyone is into something, I'm like, it makes me like my skin crawl, and I'm like, oh, out. it's so it's so good. It's I don't amazing. think I want to listen to a Broadway soundtrack without. Seeing the play. Yeah. That I'm a theater so weird. nerd, though, so yeah. it's different for me. It just seems so weird that everyone's, like, obsessed with it. I'm like, you haven't fucking seen it. It's only been on I've Broadway. I've seen pieces of it. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm not, like, it's really amazing. a Broadway person. You guys, it's amazing. Anyway, amazing. Reese Witherspoon is going to be the best Tinkerbell ever. Yeah, I think That's we talked about coming. Tinkerbell before. Mm-hmm. She is. She's perfect for Tinkerbell. No doubt. And a little bit of TV news at the end. Yes. Little bit. Suki. 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Suki. 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 S O O K I. E. E. 
Anyway, Suki will be back in Gilmore Girls if maybe only just for a short scene. Yeah, so... So... Untie that knot in your knickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And? <laughs> um, uh, the awesome show Sherlock is having a female director next season for season four, which isn't out until 2017. <sighs> Because Moffat hates us this year, because both Doctor Who and Sherlock don't have, epi- like, seasons until next year. However, female director, so I'm down with that. And considering we're talking about the BBC and their policy to, like, be mm-hmm. more gender equal, so maybe we're already starting to Yay. see it. Um, Rachel Tala, 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 that's awesome. And I think we got through everything we're going to get through. I Jeez. think so, too. It's been a while. We had a lot of stuff. I know. Up. But we're, we're like, these are going to be short episodes for in between. We're, we're never short. We're, we're not. We're, we're like, long. we'll just talk a little bit about this. And then we're like, oh, my God. Issues. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for this week, I guess. Yeah. Next podcast. We're getting drunk. We're getting drunk and watching No Mobile. The No Mobile, guys. I'm I don't know. Excited. What? I don't know if you know. I've about never me, seen it, but I really like gnomes. I'm gonna wear my gnome sweater. And she does. I'm gonna one. hang out with my gnomes. I'm gonna watch the No Mobile. I've never seen the No Mobile. Neither have I. I've been waiting no idea for an opportunity like this to watch it What we're going to do for drinking game, but we will figure it out. So that awesome. is coming at you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be awesome. It's been so long since we got drunk. I know. I really only get drunk for drunk Disney. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh crap, I need to go buy alcohol because I don't really have it. I'm going to... Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. You can email us at inthemoviespodcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at inthemoviespod. If you have any uh, exciting news or, like, mm-hmm. you're like, hey, you guys should check this out because this awesome studio is doing, like, all-female work or something like that, we want to know about it. Yay. Yeah, so, um, as always, there's a link in the description to a blog post that will have links to everything we talked about and all the stuff we didn't get to talk about because there's so much and movies and trailers and everything so you can find it all in one place so thanks for listening have a good week bye